Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We are going to be talking about something today that sometimes people get uneasy when they hear these two words, and it shouldn't be that way. It is so important. It's about your health. It's about all of our health. And those two words are mental health. And there's some challenges in, in our world these days with that, especially with social media, and especially if, if you're a teen or even if you're younger, but everybody deals with in some aspect. I could almost guarantee that you or somebody you know has some challenges or their state of mental health um, may be challenged. And she is wonderful for bringing this to our attention and wants to connect it to spirituality at the same time. She's the owner at Spirit World in Laurel, Delaware, and she is Karen Ramirez, and she's back on the program. Hey, Karen, how you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm fine. Good to have you back here. And you do so much to help people with so many different products and, and modalities within Spirit World. And I'm glad you brought this up today that mental health is definitely uh, an issue, a big issue, a big issue nowadays, but you can offer help with that in, in what you do within spirit world, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Tell us more about that. You know, your connections, your thoughts on all of it. Um, so along my spiritual journey, you know, from a young age, there's been many a times I thought I lost my mind in, in the spiritual world. And I've had to regroup, talk to other people, get myself together, and pretty much I always self-isolated and healed myself. Thankfully, with my strength and spirituality mixed with some religion, I was able to overcome it. But everybody isn't able to overcome those things. And I noticed in studying and talking with different people, even down to my own family members who have had some mental health issues, um, that there's a fine line between mental health and spirituality. And I'm not knocking any doctors at all. I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing. I feel that there's a lot more to just giving someone a medication and saying, oh, you have a mental health problem, instead of looking into what's really going on mentally in this person. Is it spiritual? Is it religious? Is it depression? Is it them not knowing them, their selves? And we were born and brought into this world, and everybody was raised to be one way. We were all taught to just do one thing, go get a job, go to school, you know, get married first, have babies, have the White House with the picket fence. And, and that's not the case. Everybody's different. We all come from different backgrounds. And most Americans have more than one race or cultural in them due to mixed breedings of, you know, from the colonists. And I've learned that schizophrenia is the closest you're going to get to spirituality. I, I personally don't feel that everybody that has been diagnosed with schizophrenia or bipolar disorder has a mental disorder. I think it's spiritual, and they're trying to awaken to their true selves, and they're stuck. They're stuck in between worlds. They're stuck in between knowing what's, what's on the other side because there are other dimensions. There are people that can actually go to sleep and astral project. There are people that can talk to spirits. And those voices that they say, people with schizophrenia are hearing are not always because it's just in their head. They're, they're special. Uh, the other side is trying to reach out to them because they have a mission. They have a purpose on this earth and no, no one is there to help them tap into that. Everybody just wants to give them medication, mm. which masks, masks that medication doesn't fix things. Can, it, can we, can up. we just go down that road right now? Because I am so, so on your page with that 
Medication has its place, absolutely. However, in our society now, and I see it over and over again, this is just not my opinion. It's what I'm, ex- I'm experiencing. I'm talking to friends. This is what's happening. You talk to a psychiatrist for five minutes on the phone, not even a face-to-face, not even a virtual on the phone. And I'm not kidding when I say five minutes and they write a script. All right. Yeah. Let's try this. Let's try that. And I know that things have to be tried to get the right balance to make things work, but that's not the right way to do it, in my opinion. It's just, it's, it's, it, we're a pill pushing society where there can be other things. And you really have to figure out why you need the meds. Go back to what, what you're doing to cope with, with your situation. Um, that, that's unreasonable. Are you, <laughs> do you agree with that? You don't have to, but that's my feeling. No, no, you're absolutely right. We're always on the same page. I love talking to you. Um, you're, you're so right. I mean, we're just massing the problem, just like when someone has an eating disorder and we just try to give them medication to help them or give them a surgery to help it. Everything is mental, which, of course, comes down to mental health. Everything is in our mind, not only our mind, but what we speak, hence, Spelling is an English language. If you see spelling, the beginning of it is a spell. So everything that we speak is a spell. We're speaking into an existence. So when you tell someone, mm. oh, you have schizophrenia or, oh, you have a mental disorder, they automatically believe it. Oh, I yeah. never say I'm sick or I have a problem. I just wake up like, well, my energy's off. Let me go fix this. You know what I mean? I got to get myself together. Something's not right. Because I feel other people's energies, and I'm not going to say I don't have bad days or I don't have emotional days. I'm not perfect. I have those days. I have mental breakdowns too. It's not easy being me. It's definitely not easy. And I have to regroup, go off to myself, and get myself together and think, like, these aren't my faults. I've picked up somebody else's emotions or somebody that I helped today. I helped them, and they're, and they're okay, and now i got to get rid of their emotions. So every, people that go out into the world and go out into a lot of big crowds and they, and they get anxiety, it's nothing wrong with them. A lot of them are empaths, and they feel other people's emotions, and they think it's theirs. And then they take it back and they carry that weight around. Have you ever sat up and just automatically got a thought in your head and you're like, what the heck did I get this thought in my head for? That's not me. I would never think about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You picked up somebody else's thought because all of us are spiritual beings. We all are spiritual beings having a human experience. We just have to know how to tap into it. And it's been masked from birth with what we eat, what we drink, what we're taught in school, how we think, what we're made to do. We've been programmed. And because we've been programmed, we don't know how to handle the spirituality that's been going on, especially since COVID came. That's what was really going on was a spiritual awakening. It's interesting that, you know, we have this uh, perception of mental health. You know, it's always been, it's, it's more accepted to say those two words, mental health, now than ever. You know, go back 10 years ago and people would look at you funny. Hey, I got to work on my mental health. But I feel that a lot of people who are going through challenges don't want to go down the spiritual road because they're afraid that they're going to get looked at in a funny way. And I agree with everything you're saying, especially when somebody says something to somebody else, like, like you said, schizophrenia, or, uh, you know what, I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm bipolar. And then the other person says, yeah, I think I am too. Wasn't diagnosed. You just kind of said it, especially if you're younger, like teens, teens will talk. And if one is actually truly diagnosed and says it to their friends, the others will pick up on it. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm bipolar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody flocks together and especially reading stuff on, um, you know, social media, TikTok and all of that. So yeah, what you're saying, there is a, a lot of validity and, and strength in that without a doubt. 
Yeah, and I think it's, you know, it's bad because we're so busy helping everybody. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love America. I love where I come from. I stand for it. But we're helping everybody in all these other countries. We need to look at our own problems and help our children. And we're forgetting about our geriatric. We're forgetting about our, you know, our, our war veterans who are, go- they have the worst mental health. Or what about people that come home from doing long times in prison? We don't think about their mental health. And we have no right to judge them. They did their time. They gave their time to society. When they come home, they should be able to be healed. People that come back from the war, they fought for our freedom. They should be able to get things and be healed. And they're just masked with something that's called PTSD. Well, honey, everybody in America lives with some form of PTSD because we've all been through a traumatic event. And after that traumatic event, you go through PTSD, everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we need to be able to heal. And, And no one's helping us heal, especially our children and our youth. Our youth is what our future is, and if we don't get that under control, we're in trouble. And our geriatric is where we came from, and if we don't respect them, who are we? What what are we doing? Can you run for office so I can vote for you? (laughs) Seriously. And I have a a totally different view as I do more research, soul-searching, all of that. People who are in prison who have done some pretty serious crimes, this is not a pass at all when I say this, at all. However... I believe that we need to understand a little bit better how they got to that point, why they got to that point. Just what you said, that they went through things in their early lives and a trauma from, let's say, their parents. And I'm not talking about, you know, major stuff. I'm talking about it could be maybe their parents split up or things that they heard or maybe they were bullied. They went wrong and maybe I shouldn't say the word wrong, but they turned a corner because they didn't know how to deal with it. So they turned to crime at that point. Again, not a pass for any of that, but just more of a, hmm, maybe we should look a little bit deeper and understand what the heck's going on. And maybe we should talk about healing people so that they don't commit serious crimes. Exactly. And you know what? I used to blame my parents for a lot of things. I've been on my own since I was 14. So when people say get it out the mud and come from the bottom, I really got it out the mud and came from the bottom. I had a baby. My first son, I was 15 years old. I didn't have a precise idea what I was doing. I had to grow up quickly. So when I say I know and I've been through it, I've been through it. But I look at my two sons, and their oldest one is 27 and the youngest one is 21, and they won't even curse in front of me. They're so respectable. They're, they're such amazing children. Don't get me wrong. They've had their ups and downs and their mess-ups. But I had to look at how I raised my kids, which was totally different from the way my family raised me. I never wanted to raise my kids the way I was raised because I, for a while I hated my parents. I hated what I went through. I, I, and I don't like that word, to use that word, but that's how I felt. And then as I got into my spirituality, I said, you know what? It's not even my parents' fault. They don't even know neither. They didn't know. They're just trying to go with the flow just like we're going with the flow. And they're, they were trying to learn just like we were. So technically, we can't blame our parents. We can't blame our grandparents because this started back hundreds and hundreds of millions of years ago when we, they started trying to control our minds and took us out of spirituality and brought us into religion. Don't knock it. There's a lot of truth in religion, but we have free will. There's not supposed to be rules in our life. We shouldn't even be paying taxes. This is our world that we were given to live on, but that's another topic. But at the end of the day, I forgive my parents, and I learned that if I healed myself and my traumas, that would also help me heal my parents. So I know that I was chosen. And not everybody's chosen. And if you look in the Bible, many are called and only a few are chosen. I know I was chosen. I was chosen to heal my generational curses, my, my bloodline, things that came 
back down because in my past where I had many cultures, I had the oppressed and the oppressors in my family. So I have to heal two, two different types of generations. So I've noticed that as I've healed, my parents have healed too. And my relationship with my parents have gotten better. And I love and I'm so thankful to, that I have both my parents now, even though, you know, my dad, he's going through some issues and I'm helping him heal with mentally because of his long prison sentence. But I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And when he was on his deathbed two years ago, all I could do was manifest and pray and put rocks over him and pray that he would stay alive. And he did. I wanted a second chance to build with him. And I've been building with him. And all of this is spiritual. And when he woke up, he told me things that he got, he got to talk to his parents and things that he was able to do. And they, and they, they told him, you got to go back because you got to go back for Karen. She needs you. She needs you to finish doing what you couldn't do when you, when she was younger. Mm. You know, I think we should, Karen, go back maybe to the beginning, even in this conversation. So people are clear when we say spirituality, let's define that. Because everybody's got a different view of it, and many, many, many people connect it to religion, which can be if you want it to be, right? Yes, you can. Uh, to me, I, I feel that there's no rules. You know, everybody has their own thing. You, you have um, religion has rules. It's a rule-based. Um, even Wiccan has rule-based. But spirituality, there's no rules to spirituality at all. You make your own rules. You learn. You, you, you know, some people do crystals. Some people work with the moon some people work with deities some people work with animals some people work with the sun some people work with water fire air spirit which is why you have the pentacle the star that's earth air fire wind spirit um everybody works with things differently but there's no rules in spirituality you manifest what you want so when people say they pray in religion you manifest in spirituality there's vibes in spirituality or there's spirit in religion. But if you listen to it, people will say, I got the Holy Spirit. Well, that's a spirit, a spirituality, hmm. right? Yep. People say that, why do you have an altar? Because, oh, you're a witch, you have an altar, or you're this, or you that. But you go to a church and they have an altar. They burn candles, right? People in spirituality burn candles. They read from a book. We have a book, too, from our heart, from inside. There's no rules to spirituality. Whatever makes you comfortable. See, setting rules is setting a boundary. It's not giving us free will, which I think causes mental blockages and causes problems, hence mental health. Now you're giving somebody a rule and everybody's built different. I have many cultures on my block. I have Haitians, Mexicans, uh, um, Slavics, all on one street. And we all get along and we all live a life. And I've had to go out and mediate many times because one culture was doing something that another person didn't understand. And I'm like, hey, we have, to, we have to give them some credit. Like, they came from another country. Let's just explain to them how we do things in America instead of, you know, putting them down or saying something's wrong with them. That this is how they live. Let's teach them. See, that's the problem. We let everybody come over here, and then we judge. It's not our place to judge. Everything should be about love. I totally agree. And, you know, I often, I often say the universe supports me. In my journey of the last couple of years, I, I truly do. What is this universe? I don't know, but there's something there that is supporting. And then I have a friend who is religious and she'll say, okay, well, who do you think created the universe? <laughs> so then, you know, it, it, the car changes in that direction there. But it's whatever you feel. You know, I, I, I'm, everybody has their own, when you say book, in their head. Everybody has their own book. My, mine is the universe supports if you do the right thing. 
and uh, and you care about people and you're mindful of things and you practice gratitude. All of these things sometimes not easy to do the way life is. You know, we get we get we get um, distracted from things many times within life, but it, at least there's you have some faith and have some hope. And I think hope is a really important word. Yes, hope, faith, magic, it's all the same thing. If you believe in magic, you that's faith in religion. Magic is in spirituality. They're both the same thing. Magic and faith is the same thing. You know, and I also feel like are you you read you read in religion the, the temple. Well, our body is a temple. So we can we got to go within to pray. We we got to go within to manifest. We got to go within to to attract Manifesting, praying, attracting, attracting, attraction of law, you know, incantations, spells, they're all the same thing. It's all bringing in what we want. It's just different forms in different ways because everybody has different ways of living and how they were brought up. It doesn't make anybody bad unless they use it for bad. You have people that are in religion that uses things for bad. So anybody can be bad or anybody can be good. It's what you use, what you know, for bad or good. I love the love and light. I don't, I, you know, I believe in, you know, the, the karma coming back to me, whether it's good or bad. So what I put out, I'm going to get back. That's mm-hmm. why I love to give lots of love and light. So it comes back. And this is my time. I, I, you know, all my life, I've been selfless. I've given to everyone. Well, this is my selfish error for myself. But I'm still going to give, but just to the right people with boundaries. And that's where a lot of people have mental health problems because they don't set boundaries. They're too nice. It is so true. <laughs> and and we're on the same page, Karen. It's like kind of kind of kind of crazy, you know, that we see eye to eye there. And that whole which you manifest is so true. And how do I know it? Because not so much of the manifesting the positive stuff. Yeah, I put stuff out there and it 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 will come to you in its own time, but the stuff that was negative or the things that I said that I just felt at the time, which maybe weren't the most positive things, just a statement, things I said over and over again, maybe to somebody else, they all came true. They all came true. Or the perception that I had at the moment of something, it came true. Why? I really believe I put it out there. And by putting it out there, the steps were taken to make it come true. Did I want it to? No, (laughs) no, absolutely not. But it just shows how when you put it out there or manifest it, that's what happens. So, you know, I'm I'm all about facts and proof. And that's my proof. The stuff is real. Exactly. And that's how spirituality and religion connect because they tell you when you pray that you're supposed to believe your prayers are answered and going to come true. What's well, the same with manifestation mm. or, or the law of attraction? You believe it's going to come and it's going to come. And you're supposed to speak like it's already here. It's yes. yours. This is mine. I manifested us today. I manifested this podcast. I manifested my store I manifested everything that I've ever done in my life, including bad things by talking about it. That's how I learned. I'm like, oh, crap, I just said that last week. I got to be careful what I say. Yep. You know, so you have to be very, very careful what you speak out into the universe because it's listening. It's listening. You have to be careful how you teach people and how you love yourself. People look at, you know, the partners that they bring into their life. Well, you know, the partner that you bring into your life is what is, is how you think about yourself. If you love yourself enough, you're going to get the right partner in your life that's going to love you the same way. So we can't blame our partners for doing us the way they do them if we don't love ourselves enough to not allow it to happen. Well, it comes back to one thing, and you've heard it since you were a kid. Be careful what you ask for because you're going to get it. And you might might not know you're asking for it in, let's say, a partner because the way you're asking for it 
could be the way you're projecting a certain energy and you just drew them to you and you guys kind of connected at that point, but that doesn't mean that they were the best person to serve and support you. And likewise. Exactly. You are absolutely right. And that's exactly why the more I go, cause I'm, you never know everything. You're always learning sure. and, I, and I'm not perfect and I don't know everything, but I know that the more I spread what I know and my knowledge, the more the universe gives back to me, the more I get back, the more knowledge I get. That's why I love to spread it. And when I tell you I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly getting downloads, I'm constantly finding out things even about myself, about my family, about things I need to heal, and about things that I've done wrong. Because I've been toxic in my life, too. Nobody's perfect. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. And, yes, it's you you learn those things as you go along. And, And I'll even ask for signs. I'll ask for signs, and I get them. And they're very specific. Yes, I know people will say, oh, come on, you know, it was a coincidence. All right, I'll give you a little bit of latitude there, but more times than not, if I'm specific in asking for an answer, I get it. And it's even recent as of last week. I needed an answer for something really important personally, ongoing situation. Ask the universe, I really need to get that answer. There, there is one. I know there is one. Can I please have it? 30 minutes later, I got a phone call, random, and it answered the whole thing. So try it. That's all I can say. That's what I did. And- I'm a skeptic like anybody else, but uh, how do you um, how do you back all of that stuff up when you get certain specific signs, when certain certain things happen, when you manifest good things or bad things, and they take place? How is that happening? Uh, I don't know. So, with you and Spirit World, how are some of the things that you do able to support people and and their mental health? Um, a lot of people just kind of walk by my store and are like, "Oh my God, I didn't know this was here. What all do you do?" And then we start to talk. And as we talk, people always openly open up to me. And they're like, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. I don't even know you. And before I know it, we're in a full-blown healing session. And we're talking, and I've lit an incense, and I'm, I'm putting it around them, or I'm grabbing crystals and telling them to hold it. And I keep tissues because people always cry because they let it out. They, you know, they, they don't know who to talk to because they've been judged or they're afraid that if you know they go talk to a doctor, now they're labeled as a mental problem, and nobody wants to have that. So then they let it out to me, and I, I talk to them. And then I'm like, well, what next step do you want to take? And they're like, well, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, why don't I suggest something? So then I suggest, per what I heard from them, what they need to do to start. And I always tell my customers or the people that come to me, my, this is my spirit world line. It's always open to you. Text me, call me, even if you feel like you can't make it through the day. And you'd be surprised how many people I've had call my phone midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, and I answer them. They're like, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I can't take it in my mind. And I, and I answer it, even if it's just a text. And I'm like, you want to talk now or you want me to call you in the morning or what's going on? And there's been times I've been on the phone for hours with someone who probably may have taken their life if I hadn't answered that call. So I am always there for someone mentally, someone to just talk to, because 90% of the time, the people the universe send my way, I've been through what they've been through. So I understand it. It's not just me saying, oh, I have a degree, and I'm going to tell you to do this, this, and this. No, I understand what you're bringing to the table, buddy, because I've been there. I have been there. Trust me. I have wanted, I have bought in in my bed in a curled up position and not ache for weeks at a time. Like, Oh my God, I'm about to lose my mind. I can't take this. What is going on with me? I'm a good person. I've been there. But the thing was, I didn't have anybody to call. I didn't have anybody to turn to that. I understood anything I was going through. I had to have a lot of faith and a lot of magic within me and a lot of hope. And I had to learn how to deal with it. 
And because I knew how to heal myself, that's why I'm able to help others heal themselves. And I love what I do. Like, I love it. I, I think mm. it's amazing. It's, an, it's a gift that I got um, from God, the universe creator, however you want to look at it. It's a gift. And, and this, is, this is my calling, and we all have a calling. And I wouldn't have it any other way. It's not easy. It, it is not easy. And spirituality never gets easy. You have good days and bad days, even me, being me. So that's my main thing when people come to me. And then they come back and they, they buy things or they love things or they see what's going on or they ask for readings or they, you know, whatever. And I lead them along the way. And they'll call me like, you know, and I don't, I, it's not about the money. They'll be, I could have told them to buy $1,000 worth of stuff before they left my store, and they would. But I'm like, hey, let's start with a little healing candle, you know, a little mm-hmm. $22 healing candle. Take it home. Light it while you sleep. This is what you do. This is what you pray. Write a little prayer. Put it under the candle. And, and go to sleep. And they'll call me the next day. They're like, this is weird. And I'm like, what? They're like, I feel a big weight lifted off of my shoulders just from talking to you and then burning this candle. And I slept so amazing. What's the next step? What can we do next? And they're ready. And I'm like, okay, come talk to me. Let's, let's do this face-to-face because I want to just feel your energy. I don't want to just talk over the phone. I want to see how you look. I want to see your aura. I want to feel what I can feel. And I want the spirits to tell me what's the next step for you. Well, you know what's happening here, uh, and it's pretty profound. And we just we just talked about it a second ago, Karen. You drew those people to you, they yes. because your energy was out there, and you dealt with those things, and they're dealing with those things, and that's how the universe works. <laughs> it was meant to be. You were meant to help them. You pulled them in to help them with their traumas and help them heal. It just didn't happen that they were listening or walking down the street and saw your store. We're on, you know, Facebook or Instagram, anything like that. It happened for a reason. There's no doubt about it. You're right. And that's what I tell people. They're like, I don't even know why I came here. And I'm like, I watched you walk by my store three times and I knew you were going to stop. I was just waiting for you to get the courage to stop. Yeah. I was like, you were led to me. And they're like, I don't understand any of this. And I'm like, it's okay. You're not supposed to understand it. I understand it. And we're going to get through it. Well, you, you, um, you identified something there as well that you, you were available for them and just, which is wonderful. And the word you said was so good courage. We need to have the courage to help others heal us and reach out for help. Many of us don't because we're afraid. We're like, I'm a freak. Why do I feel this way? Am I going to talk about it? You know, and that's, unfortunately, that's the wrong way to go about it, but we don't know it because we're afraid. Um, your website, tell everybody what your website is so they can find you. Spiritworld1111.site.square forward slash. So spiritworld1111.square.site and the other part was? Forward slash. Forward slash. Okay. Uh, always great talking with you, Karen. Uh, bravo to you for, for wanting to, to talk about mental health and us healing and the traumas that we've all been through. And I agree with you, and I'm not minimizing at all our military, at all with the PTSD thing, because it's a different type of PTSD. But you're right. We've all been through something, and it is PTSD, and we all have to heal like our, our beloved military, without a doubt. So uh, I love you for all of that. And it was great talking with you today. It really was. Thank you so much. If I could say one thing, my site and, of course, my number is always available for anybody out there. I don't care where you are in the world. If you call me, even if you have to hit me on WhatsApp, I have WhatsApp. Before you ever take your life or before you think about doing anything that's not good, please give me a call. I will answer. Bless you for that and to be there. Karen, thank you so much. 
Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day and many blessings to you. You too. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.